Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we have had tremendous response today to a lot of discussions around the NFL. Canty's power rankings just a few moments ago have really elicited some uh Absolutely big responses on Twitter at Chris Carlin, at Chris Canty99, and on the phone lines on the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888 Say ESPN, 888 729 3776. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, and that is where we are going to begin this hour on Canty and Carlin because a lot of you have a lot to say. So let's roll, Canty. How about Doug and Dayton up first on ESPN Radio? Doug, what do you got, brother? Hey, hey, how you doing? Uh, I got a couple things to say real quick. I want to touch on uh, uh, the Miami uh, game. Uh, Miami, uh, they, they said Miami camp ain't no way they can play good enough defense. They play good enough defense against Buffalo. So I think in a big game, I think their defense will be better. And I just can't see how anybody's going to stop that offense, especially Buffalo. I think Buffalo is overrated. Miami does not play good enough defense right now to outscore everybody else. They, they're not at that point, Chris. You know who does that? The Chiefs. The Chiefs do that. The Chiefs mm-hmm. aren't a great defensive team by any stretch, but yeah. their offense is at the level that it is where they can just flat out outscore everybody else. No, That's you're right about that. You're, Carlin, here's the thing. When we start talking about what happened in week three between the Dolphins and the Bills, yeah. that had much more to do with the heat in Miami than it mm-hmm. did the B- defense of the Miami Dolphins slowing down the Buffalo Bills. So we have to acknowledge what that was. Now, are the Dolphins' de- defense, has it come along far enough where they can hang with the Buffalo Bills on a neutral field or in Orchard Park? I'm not sure that's the case. I mean, this is the defense that allowed the Chicago Bears a couple of weeks ago to hang 32 points on them. So how confident are we that this defense is capable of stopping a championship-caliber offense? I'm not confident, but I have seen enough from the Miami Dolphins offense for me to have them as a serious contender in the AFC. And that's where I am with the Dolphins. I still got questions, but I'm putting some respect on their name because of their consistency when Tua is in the lineup as their starting quarterback. Yeah, listen, I have a lot of respect for the Dolphins and what they have done this season. Uh you know, the comfort behind win in Baltimore was incredibly impressive. You know, I, I think that was an amazing job by them. But I'm not going to just wipe aside the fact that this defense is just, it's not that great right now. It's just not that great. Let's hit Derek in Ashburn, Virginia, up next on ESPN Radio. Derek, what do you got for us today? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I'm not going to argue about these lists because these lists are fluid and somebody can lose by 20 points this coming Sunday and the list will change. What I want to talk about is the Jets quarterback. I'm going to everybody blow your mind now, okay? As an NFC guy, Tampa Bay Bucks fan, what the Jets need to do is they need to trade Zach Wilson and a couple of picks to Green Bay and go get Aaron Rodgers. Brett Favre 2.0, baby. What do you guys think? <laughs> I don't think there's any chance in hell. That, that Zach Wilson is getting traded for Aaron Rodgers. Hey, I, I no. think from a few perspectives. Yeah, We actually brought this up before the show in our meeting, and Canty immediately shot it down, and understandably so, based on, on this simply. Aaron Rodgers is not going to do what Brett Favre did. No. 
Not by no. any stretch. It's not going to happen. He's not going to follow that same career path. So there's that. But from the Jets' standpoint, Carlin, it doesn't make any sense either, especially with a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo floating out there because Jimmy Garoppolo, who's familiar with the Mike LaFleur system, remember LaFleur is the brother of Mike, uh, Matt LaFleur uh, off, of the, off of the Shanahan tree. It's the same offense. And so there are a couple of tweaks here and there, but Jimmy understands the terminology, and Jimmy doesn't cost you any draft picks. He just costs you money. So it makes sense to be able to throw him in the mix. You keep all of your draft capital, and you can continue to build this young core of players that's ultimately going to get you into being a title contender. So I I just, to me, Jimmy Garoppolo going that route at the quarterback spot makes a lot more sense for the Jets uh, under the circumstances. And, And if you're Aaron Rodgers, in terms of places that will be destinations, if you do part company with the Packers, I don't think the Jets need to be on that list. No, no, and I don't think Aaron Rodgers wants the Jets on that list. Yeah. No, absolutely not. The one thing I would say, though, Canty, is if it's not Garoppolo, can it be what Mike Tannenbaum suggested on the show yesterday, Daniel Jones? Because the Giants are very much in the position right now, uh, as Jordan Renan has uh, written about on ESPN.com. He, of course, covers the Giants for ESPN NFL Nation. They've got a major decision here about what to do, because you're not going to pay him $50 million a year, obviously. He's not worth that. But are you going to pay him a three-year, $75 million deal to keep Daniel Jones around? Or are you going to look to move toward the future more and find another quarterback or draft another quarterback uh, to work with there? Well, Carlin, I think what takes away – from the Giants' leverage is Saquon Barkley's contract situation, too, because he's an impending free agent, and he's a guy that I'm sure that they would like to keep around, but at the right price. So are you going to franchise tag Daniel Jones, or are you going to franchise tag Saquon Barkley? You're going to tag one of them. I would probably lean toward Barkley because that's a lesser number and trying to work out a long-term deal with Jones, but Jones is going to have other people that are suitors in the free agent marketplace and it might not be $30, $35 million a year, Carlin, but it'll be north of 20 Yeah. And if you're the Giants, that's enough to make you blush considering the body of work. But if you look at what's going on this season and you look at the direction that this team is trending, does Brian Dable and Joe Shane, do they feel comfortable pulling the plug on Daniel Jones, even though you're talking about this team being a playoff, being in the playoffs in year one of this regime's tenure? It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. That That's what's interesting to me because here here's the thing. If they franchise Saquon Barkley, Chris, I don't think either one of us expects him to sign that tag. You expect him to sign that tag at $13 million? No, but I think the tag is a placeholder to get a long-term deal worked out because Saquon Barkley don't want to roll the dice on going into another season on a one-year proposition. So the franchise mm-hmm. tag is a negotiating tool for the organization. And to me, it makes sense to use that on a running back because there's a lot shorter shelf life with a running back as opposed to a quarterback. If they franchise Daniel Jones, he's going to sign it in a second. Yeah, because it's $30 million. Yeah, it's $30 million. He's not screwing around with that. $30 million. Exactly. I mean, if you want to sign Saquon to a long-term deal, okay, I get using it as a tool, but... If you if you don't necessarily want to do that, boy, I I I'd be at a loss to come up with I, I 
It's almost like I could stomach handing him thirty million this year. I don't know if I could stomach handing him three years seventy five. I don't know if and I can that, do that, and that's what you might be that, looking at. And that's the question that the Giants have to ask, and that's probably why the Giants tried to reignite contract discussions with Saquon during their bye week a few weeks ago because they want to get that deal hammered out knowing that they're going to have to figure out what they're doing at quarterback. Now, I'm not saying that Daniel Jones is the answer for the Giants long-term at quarterback, but what I am saying is Daniel Jones, even if he's not the long-term answer, could be a bridge to your long-term answer. The only question is how much do you want to pay for that bridge and what are your alternatives in the marketplace, either via free agency or the NFL draft? Think about the gravity of the actual question we are going to ask next. If you are a team that is ready to win a Super Bowl and you need a quarterback to come in and be the last piece Would you rather have Jimmy Garoppolo or Aaron Rodgers? I know. It sounds like an absurd question. It's not. We'll explain why. Next, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You miss Canty and Carlin. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. I, if I had to, if you put a percentage on it right now, what would that percentage be? Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay. I'm going to say 60 40 that he goes. Yeah. I think it's at least that. I think it's more yeah. like 70 30. But yeah. it was a topic this morning on Get Up, which leads us. To a little get up, get up. It's get up in the morning. Good morning. It is time to get up. But in the afternoon, we get down. Get down on it. It's time for get up, get down. Get down on it. Well, this is an interesting one. It's Dominic Foxworth, ESPN NFL analyst, this morning asked the question Should the Packers and Aaron Rodgers part ways after the season? not. I mean, I think if the big question was they need a receiver, it seems like Watson is turning into something that they can rely on. They still have a ton of talent on defense and some great running backs. They, In my view, they still have the best roster headed into next season of anybody in that division. We all know that the Vikings aren't as good as their record shows. The Bears have a quarterback that's on the ascent, but he's not quite where he needs to be yet, and they have a lot of other holes. And also the Lions, their defense is not good, and I'm not sure that the draft picks are going to solve that. So, If I had to pick one of these teams to win next year's division, it's the Packers behind uh, a little bit worse Aaron Rodgers with an improving receiving core over any of the rest of those teams, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't know about that one. And, Canty, here's my problem with it. Mm. We don't acknowledge that the Bears have $100 million to spend, and right now 
the third overall pick in the draft to go with what they have in Justin Fields already. The Vikings are 8-2. and two. They're getting better. They obviously have a much better coach that fits what they do. And you can't argue with me that the Lions aren't improving. And the, the biggest argument I would have, look at teams that ride out the quarterback position entirely too long and see how mm-hmm. that works out for them. It doesn't, it doesn't work out well. No, it doesn't. But here's the thing. Beyond just the division, Carlin, where does all of the pieces that Dominique outlined for the Packers, where does that put you in the landscape of the NFC? Because it's not just about winning the NFC North. That's not why you're paying Aaron Rodgers $50 million. You're paying him $50 million to win you a championship. Yeah. Are you talking about, are you saying running it back with the same supporting cast and Aaron Rodgers under center with the obvious friction between him and Matt LaFleur is your best chance at being able to get to a Super Bowl? Plus all the talent that he talks about on their defense that hasn't exactly translated this year. But here's the thing, Carlin. Even with all of that, you're much closer to a rebuild than you are a championship. Well, that that talent hasn't translated is my point. That's my point. Like, yeah. you can have all of these great pieces on defense. You can have this great roster, you know, in comparison to the NFC North teams. But when you look at the better teams in the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys, the San Francisco 49ers, them teams ain't going nowhere, Carlin. The Panthers they ain't going nowhere. There. They're not going nowhere. So I, I don't understand how, how Dominique can say, well, it makes sense for them to run it back. It doesn't make sense to pay a quarterback $50 million and miss the playoffs, right? No. That doesn't make sense. So I, I, I think that it's a situation now where the Packers have to look at this long term. They already started down the road of Jordan Love. Keep on going down that road. It might not have been the right quarterback, but it was the right decision in terms of thinking about the QB position beyond Rodgers. Rodgers is not your future, and he's not your present, Carlin. He's a 39-year-old quarterback that has been the captain of a team that is underachieving. I don't understand why you would try to run it back and think that you're going to get a different result. Keep this also in mind, Carlin. It ain't like the Green Bay Packers made it to the Super Bowl any of the last three years either. They've won 13 They've won thirteen games each of the last three years, Carlin, and they got one. They, what are they? Two conference championship game appearances, one they got boat raced in, and the other one they lost at home to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then they got bounced last year against the 49ers in the divisional round. <laughs> it's going backwards. Yes. At some point, you have to acknowledge, okay, Aaron Rodgers ain't Tom Brady. We're not going to get the the, 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 the the runway that Tom Brady has given teams that he's quarterback. He can't continue to be a force multiplier like we saw with Tom Brady in his first year with the Bucs. Think about the Cowboys game, Carlin. Think about the Cowboys game and Aaron Rodgers, and then think about the last time we saw Aaron Rodgers. Chris, think you about know what's that. funny? It's it's like Aaron Rodgers isn't interested in being a force multiplier. He no, wants but, the but, other but, forces to be there for him. But here's my point, though, Carlin. Think about the Cowboys game and how great Rodgers was in the fourth quarter, yeah. and then think about the following Thursday, four days later, against the Tennessee Titans and how he was missing throws. You and I were both talking about this last week leading into that game, there was virtually no question that that was not, that that Cowboys game was not a turnaround game for the Packers, and we saw it at the time. You can tell yeah. the difference between a game that is a turnaround game, like we have kind of seen, frankly, with the Bucks lately, and what we have seen with the Packers. That was not a turnaround game, and it was easy to see that they were going to fall off against a team that was more physical than they were in the Tennessee Titans. And, and that yeah. was... 
I mean, that that said everything to me about where that organization is, right? It's Casey yeah, Carter. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you got to be real about where you're at. The worst thing you can do in this business is fool yourself. That's what Bill Parcells used to always say. Packers are much closer to a rebuild than a Super Bowl. Canty, I got a problem. We, I, I just want to knock out here for a second. What's up? You did this the other day. I got to go to the supermarket tonight. This is not good. We're two days out. We're two days out, and I'm going to the supermarket. Help me out here. What do you want me to help you with? I mean, you what you described the other day was a virtual battle, battle royale, if you will, that you had at your local supermarket two days before Thanksgiving. And I, I am normally the guy that goes to the, and does all the shopping, so I have no problem with that. But my, my issue here is the timing of this thing is not good. And we know that what that's going to look like tonight. That's going to be a war zone. That's going to yeah. be a war zone. Yeah, it's going to be a problem for you, big fella. I don't know what to tell you because you waited until the night before. Now, I went to the grocery store on Sunday and on Monday to try to get ahead of some of the crowds. Mm-hmm. But it was still crazy. I mean, it was still a zoo in the grocery store. So I just want you to prepare yourself, brace yourself. You're going to have to fight for your right to shop. Most of the time we say fight for your right to party. You're going to have to fight for your right to shop. And then it's going to be a problem once you try to find a line for the checkout. It's going to be touch and go. Just, Just be prepared to use your elbows and to stand your ground. Well, this is the thing. I have a weight advantage. So you would hope that when I'm going down the aisle that it, with the very least, uh, there is an intimidation factor that comes with this size, right? There's got to be some sort of benefit for me at some point at this size. Yes! And, and if if that is going to be tonight, I'm okay with it. I just, I need it to be something. I, 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 I don't know. I've kind of psyched myself out about this all day long. Well, you got to do it, Carlin. It's got to happen. So, I mean, yeah. that, I mean that, that's just... You got to come to grips with that. Understand that it's got to happen, and and just you know, suck it up, Buttercup. If I could just uh, squeeze into this conversation real quick, please, Chris, Ryan Matlack. I, yeah, so I will be at the supermarket. I've been in charge of alcohol, so I'll be going to that portion of the supermarket wow. and and trying to do my best. But it's going to be a team effort between me and my girlfriend. If you need any help, any consultation at any point, you know, I'm just a phone call away. I might be Facetiming you during this thing. We what can do consultation. It. Are you going to give him, Matlack? But listen, breathe. Breathe, find a paper bag, breathe, walk around, go outside for just a quick tick, just just something to make sure you cool down, go back in, get back to work. He can do Mad it. Luck, if you try to take that approach, you're going to be grocery shopping for four hours. This is not how that gets done. I've come to no. terms with that. This is not that. how he that need, happens. And you're only going to going to the alcohol section of things. No. I had to do it all, Matt Lack. I had to be in it all. Now, it was a team effort with my wife. This is not something where you go in there and you're going to be cordial and polite to everybody. You're going to step on some people's toes. You're going to butt into some carts. You're going to grab some things so nobody else can get their hands on them. That's how this is. This is aggressive in order to get this thing done. There's no civility in shopping for Thanksgiving dinner. There isn't any. This is not a cerebral approach. This is shock and awe. That's what this has to be. Yeah, this is a contact sport. Yes. Thanksgiving shop Thanksgiving grocery shopping is a contact sport.
Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. Jerry Jones says the Cowboys are interested in OBJ. What a shock. Wait until you hear who is saying that that mutual, that interest is mutual. That's after this from our friends at FanDuel. Now look, football season, we are right in the thick of it. It is heating up. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. The app is safe, secure, and by the way, ridiculously easy to use. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So sign up today. Promo code PLAY for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT-IN-INDIANA. 1-800-522-4700 or visit com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP-LOUISIANA. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE NY to 467369 in New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. You know, I, I will admit, there's going to come a point. We haven't reached it yet, but until he finally signs, I'm, I'm going to get Odell fatigue, and it's coming soon. It's really? It's coming soon. Really? Why is that? Just because I know how much this is just about Odell getting as much attention as possible before he finally signs on. With the team, and I get it. He, I don't. I don't know about that, Carlin. I think why? this is much more about Odell trying to get healthy enough to be out there on an NFL field, because you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. And we right. are talking about a guy that's had three major knee surgeries in his football career. But well, wasn't he supposed so, to be cleared about a week and a half ago or so? Well, you can say he's cleared, but there's a difference between being cleared and then being ready to contribute on an NFL field in a regular season game. Mm. There's a little bit of room in there. You got we got to acknowledge that, and so yeah. I think that's the part that we're ramping up to now. And the Dallas Cowboys are in a position where Carlin they need him. I mean, outside of CD Lamb, this is an offense that struggles 
when it comes to their receivers being impact players. Right now, Carlin, the Dallas Cowboys, they rank 20th in touchdown receptions from their receivers. 20th. Yep. They only got seven of them on the season, and CeeDee Lamb has five. So outside of 88, Carlin, you really don't have anybody that scares the defense. Odell Beckham at least gives you another guy on the outside that forces defenses to have to account for him. And I think that's what the Dallas Cowboys are anticipating if and when they do sign it. Well, here is Dak Prescott, who earlier today is meeting, uh, or was this, yeah, this might have been late yesterday, or is this today? Maybe it's today. Um, in his uh, discussions with reporters about Odell and how he is pretty consistently letting it be known to Odell that the Cowboys want him. I can't say constant, but um, yeah, definitely have sent some messages. I've uh, been a little back and forth, uh, just making sure he understands that, yeah, that, that we want him here and that. As I said before, I understand it's a business, uh, but right now I guess it's a who can recruit better. Um, and yeah, I don't know necessarily about what he's looking for when it comes to the numbers and long term and all that. Uh, but I know that we want him here and hoping all, it all works out. What's your sense of his his interest in, in being here? Uh, mutual, honestly, mutual. Um, and as I, that's the reason I say business is knowing it's more than just somebody's feelings of wanting to be somewhere. So uh, yeah, understanding that that will come into play, but um, feeling like it's mutual. I know that he's supposed to meet with the Giants and the Cowboys, Chris. I'll be absolutely stunned if he does not sign with Dallas at this point. I'll, really? I'll be, I'll be stunned if he goes to the Giants or somewhere else. Because it all yeah. just it looks too perfect, right? Yeah, well, I will say this. I mean, if you're talking about teams that we think can contend for a championship, I would have a lot more confidence in the Cowboys than the Giants. Not to, not to disparage the job that uh, Joe Shane and Brian Dable have done, but when we look at the teams, Carlin, the quarterback and the pass rush, two things that you got to have if you're going to win a championship, the Dallas Cowboys clearly have the advantage over the New York Giants in that regard. And I think the Cowboys do offer Odell some of the things that he's looking for. Remember, that interview that he did with Complex Sports, Odell said his next stop, he wants to put down roots. He's tired of the, the, the rock star NFL lifestyle. He wants to be settled because he's a family man now. The Dallas Cowboys are going to afford him that opportunity because of not only what they can offer him this year, but what they can offer him in the way of a long-term contract. Well, do you think that long-term contract is something that gets done now? Because I've been more under the impression that it's, you know, let's do something for the rest of the year, and then we'll talk about putting down roots wherever he is. Well, I think I think Odell in a perfect world wanted to get done now, but there's not going to be any takers for that. It's going to be an audition, and if it goes well, then this is the team that's going to have the inside track to get you signed before free agency starts. And if you're Odell, you'll be wise to do that. Think about that, Carlin. As a veteran player, you want to sign before all of the big money in free agency gets thrown out there. You want to make sure you have a place to land before all of the spots get taken up because there are going to be other free agent wide receivers. So that's why Odell is trying to make sure that he's wise in the team that he picks to make sure that there's an opportunity on the other side of whatever happens at the end of this year to get that long-term deal from that team. Yeah, he's got the advantage in having – his free agency now, as opposed exactly. to when everybody else has. There you go. Canty you and go. Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. I, I'm still going to get fatigued from it. I just, I, I know <laughs> that. I know that. Well, there's one NFL coach that is absolutely in big-time trouble, and there was a bizarre situation around what happened with one of his 
staff members. This is not around our old friend Nathaniel Hackett. We'll explain what we're talking about next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You can't miss Canty and Carlin, pound for pound, the biggest show on ESPN Radio. Cliff Kingsbury's in enough trouble. Then their offensive line coach gets fired uh, for something that happened in Mexico City before the game, as if there wasn't enough trouble. And then we got Buda Baker after the game. This is courtesy of Arizona News, uh, News 12 Arizona. Cameron Cox out there uh, getting this response from Buda Baker after the game. I feel like guys played till the end, played hard till the end. No, I don't. But that's, I just, no, I don't know. Is that tough to say this late in the season? Yeah, it's very tough to say. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're all grown men. Um, You know, women lie, men lie. That film never lies. So whatever the the film says is, is what it is. Yeah, I mean, the angle was good enough. It was good enough. No, Yeah, it was good enough. I mean, that's rough. <laughs> that's rough when you say, I don't think guys were playing to the end of the game at all, and that speaks about a lot of different things. And you have to imagine that the extension that Cliff Kingsbury got before this season, probably not going to matter much the way things are headed for the Cardinals right now. No, it's about as bad as it can get, Carlin. And if you needed to, I don't know, point to one play that encapsulated all the issues that we've seen with the Arizona Cardinals this year, all you got to do is look at that end of that game on that George Kittle touchdown, Carlin. That's it. The George Kittle touchdown with Antonio Hamilton, their safety, just decides he's done running to the football. That was the play, Carlin, where I was like, yep, this team's tapped out. They're done. They're done. They're, they're done here. There's nothing more to see for the rest of the season. When he tapped out on pursuit of the ball, Carlin, it's not even Buda Baker calling it out. It was Troy Aikman doing the color on the play-by-play broadcast and said, yeah, this is a problem. When you look at this, the Arizona Cardinals should be ashamed of themselves. That's how bad that was. And so I get it. The score is 31-10. to 10. Doesn't feel like your offense is doing much. You're at altitude, so you're breathing heavy the entire time. I understand not busting it all the time, but Carlin, in that moment, you got to give effort because you know, just like I know, the rest of those guys, when they break down that film review, they are going to point to that play. And they're going to say, did you do all you could do to give our team a chance in this game? And you can't say with a straight face that you did loafing the way Antonio Hamilton was on that play. So it's a bad look, but I think it's emblematic of where that team is in relationship to their respect for their head coach? Well, the answers are resounding no right now when it comes to his future. Is he going to be there next year? I don't see it. I, I don't see how you can keep him there. And it's amazing to me that the Cardinals made that decision before the season to give him and Steve Kime extensions, and yet here we are. And not only that, but the bigger thing is Kyler Murray. Now, he didn't play last night, obviously, 
But if this is going to be a job that's open, and I, and I can't believe we're asking this question, but it's it's coming within the span of about a year where the answer is is not necessarily one that is a no-brainer. Would you rather, if you're a head coach looking at that job, be tied long-term to Russell Wilson or to Kyler Murray? I mean, for me, I mean, Chris, I I think it's, I I actually believe that it is salvageable in Denver. I I think that, that Russell Wilson still has something left, and we just haven't seen it this year because it's been a bad marriage all the way around when it comes to the head coach. If they get the right coach in there, I think it's salvageable, and I would much rather be with Russell Wilson with the defense that they have than I would be with Kyler Murray. Yeah, but that contract is going to be an anchor if Russell Wilson can't revert back to the guy that we saw in the mid-2010s, Carlin, because they Mm -hmm. paid him $47 million a year on a contract extension. So you're going to need Russell Wilson to be a force multiplier because you're going to have to lose some core pieces on that team due to salary cap cuts. So – I, I don't know, man. I, I I don't feel great about either situation. If I had to pick one, I would lean toward Arizona just because it's a division that doesn't have Pat Mahomes and Justin Herbert. Um, but, but, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't feel great about Arizona's situation either because they're locked into Kyler Murray long-term, and this is a guy that over the last couple of years has missed multiple games in each season. So – how confident are you that this dude can stay healthy? Remember, a part of the concern in the pre-draft process for Kyler Murray in 2019 was his stature and his ability to be able to stay healthy given the way that he plays. Yeah. How, how is that not a legitimate concern now looking at the situation that the Arizona Cardinals are in? Because no, it's, it's clear it's, it's, this it's, offense only works when Kyler Murray is the quarterback. Yep. It doesn't work when anybody else is the quarterback. No question. And it's, it's funny because we talk about that. Do you think it's a done deal? that Sean Payton's going to be the Chargers head coach next year. Yeah, I think it's trending that way. I, I mean, here's the thing. The Chargers won't be bad, but they won't realize the the expectations we had on them coming into this season. And that would be enough to prompt ownership to go out and get Sean Payton. Because you know what? you got to pay Justin Herbert this year, a quarter of a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to pay your quarterback that, you want to make sure that you have a head coach in place that can take full advantage of it. I don't know that Brandon Staley is that Do I trust the guy. Spanos to do that? I don't, I don't know that I do. The Spanos and, family, don't, they don't have a choice. They, they got to they pay Justin Herbert. They have Okay, no well, here's what I'm going to say to you. If you're a team like the Denver Broncos or the Arizona Cardinals, you're going to end up paying that tax for that head coach, the Russell Wilson tax, the Kyler Murray tax. And if I'm a new ownership group in Denver, with everything I've just done, the argument you just made about giving Herbert a quarter of a billion, I just gave it to Russell Wilson. I cannot leave this offseason without Sean Payton being my coach if I'm in Denver. I can't. I can't do it. He has to be my guy. And if that means I have to pay my head coach $15 million a year, that's what I'm going to do. If it means I have to pay him $20 million a year to let him run the whole show, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, because but if you're Sean, if you're Sean Payton, would you want to go to Denver or would you rather go to the Chargers, Chris? I'd rather million live in dollar LA man Ted DiBiase said. Everybody's got know, a price. Everybody's got a price, but I mean, Sean Payton's in a situation where he can name his price. Mm-hmm. So I mean, listen, I, I'm just saying, not convinced. I don't trust. 
what the Spanos ownership has been on that front over the years, even though they have to pay Herbert to do the right thing there. Well, you cannot trust him, but I'm just saying if you want to get the return on the investment that you're going to have to make on a quarterback, it's only smart that you go out and you get a, a proven head coach, right? right? Why buy the house if you don't have homeowner's insurance? If I'm going to pay the quarterback $50 million a year, I mean, it's it's kind of like buying a Ferrari. I'm not going to let a teenager drive it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's 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 what we're talking about by electing to let Brandon Staley stay behind the wheel as opposed to getting Sean Payton. Now, I get what you're talking about with the Broncos, and the Walton Penner group has more money than God. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But if you're Sean Payton, do you want to step into a situation where you have a quarterback that's on the downside of his career and having limits in terms of what you can put around him versus what the Chargers are bringing to the party with yeah. their core players, not to mention Justin Herbert. I, I just feel like it's an easy decision for Sean Payton to make. Justin Herbert is the clear option. Check out Canty and Carlin weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus.